Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, we continue our series on the Ten Commandments. Today we talk about the Third Commandment. Remember to keep holy the Lord's day. To keep the Lord's day holy, first and foremost, has to do with worship of God in a formal way. So vitally important to recognize that as Catholics, Sunday is the Lord's day, a day in which God is to be praised in a particular way by our attendance at Mass. This is mandatory, not optional. But we need to move from duty to desire. At first, when we get to this teenage stage of our life, you know, mom and dad are dragging us out of bed. Come on, we got to get to church. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to go to church. That's where we don't understand it's just a duty, something we do. Our desire should be, it's the Lord's day. He deserves my respect. I want to spend time with him. I can't wait to go to church to experience Jesus' word and to receive him in the Eucharist and to give him the praise that is his due. So it's important for us to realize, and I think of the Ten Commandments, this is one of the most obvious ones, going to church on Sunday. For some people, they've fallen out of the practice of this. Well, I can just pray at home. Yes, please, God, each of us are praying at home. That's fantastic. But worship of God is something that is so important. Going back to the Old Testament, God has always asked people to stop what they're doing and to give him praise. They visited the temple. We visit churches. And it's important that we go to church. It's important also that we don't just rely on the virtual mass as a way of spiritual laziness. And, well, I attended church. Well, you did attend church. But church isn't about just showing up to it. We need to be present. We need to put our whole heart, mind, soul into what we're saying. And to receive Jesus in Holy Communion, it's not just meant on hearing the scriptures and being fed by them, although, of course, that's true. But we are to receive Jesus in Holy Communion so that the grace of God may touch our hearts, our minds, and our souls. So it's important that we reflect upon our mass attendance. Can my mass attendance be better? Are there weeks through the year in which I have been spiritually lazy and knock on to mass? This is against the third commandment. And so that's why we need to go to confession. If this is you, we call this a mortal sin, a grave sin, and a sin that blocks our relationship with God that does not allow us to actually go to communion. So when we miss Mass on Sunday, in order to receive communion again, I must first go to confession and confess that. What about when I'm on vacation, Father? God doesn't expect me to go then. Absolutely, he does. Well, wait a minute, Father. What about when I'm in a foreign country and I don't understand the language? Do I still need to go to Mass? Yes, you still need to go to Mass. But again, it's not because you have to go. It's because we should want to go and to give honor and praise to God. I've been celebrating Masses in many countries, sometimes concelebrating Mass, and I may not understand the main language that is used either. But the beauty of the Mass is, based on just looking at the body language of the priest and what's 
taking place by the ministers at the altar, you have a very good sense of what part of the Mass that you are at and can continue to give honor and praise to God from your heart. So it's so important, friends, if you have fallen out of the habit of going to weekly Mass, get back into it. It is so important that God is given the praise that is his due. He commands that and he deserves it. And so it is the Lord's Day. And so Sundays, the primary action of every single person should be worship of God in a very formal way. And we would say that it is at Mass. I want to read from the Catechism. It says, Sunday is to be observed as the foremost holy day of obligation in the universal church. On Sundays and other holy days, the faithful are bound to participate in the Mass. So important. Now, we might say to ourselves, yes, but you know what, Father? Mass at times for me is boring. Friends, I'm sorry to hear that you might find Mass boring. But even if Father Rico's homilies are terrible, even if the music ministry is bad, even if the priest seems to be monotone, even if the priest's heart doesn't seem to be in it, that should never stop our relationship with God and our desire to go to Mass. And what I say to people are, gone are the days in which people went to the closest church. Some cases, that's still the case, and that's wonderful. That's why churches are sprinkled throughout cities, to try to make it as convenient as possible. That's why priests have multiple masses. It's not because we want to have 17 masses on a weekend, but to try to make it as easy as possible for you, the faithful of God, to come to Mass and to give praise to God. So if you find that your local parish priest is one that you can't get along with, or you really don't like the music or the welcoming nature of your local parish, just as we would drive sometimes 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes for a sale at a store, it's important that we find a parish that we can make our second home. Our primary home is the place to which we live. Our church should be our second home in which it's not about the priest, the homily, the music, the welcoming, the hospitality, but rather it's, I'm entering the house of God. The privilege of praying before him in Holy Eucharist, to be fed by the word of God, to open my heart to the grace of the Holy Spirit, to give God praise for the daily blessings that I receive. So very important. So if you cannot connect yourself to the parish that's closest to you, I invite you to get in the car and what we call church shop a bit. Find yourself a home in which you can feel the presence of God, you can give him worship, and then attend Mass in that parish. So important that we do that every single week. And then when the church talks about holy days of obligation, here in Canada, we have two holy days of obligation, Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Christmas Day is we celebrate the birthday of Jesus, New Year's Day as we give honor and praise to God for Mary, Mother of God. In the United States and other parts of the world, there are other additional holy days of obligation. So depending on the place where you live, as the phrase says, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Well, in the place that you live, look up your holy days of obligation. But here in Canada, there are 
just two. Now, there are many other special days in the church in which Mass is encouraged, but it's not a sin if you didn't go to Mass on days like All Saints Day or the Assumption of Mary, etc. So every Sunday, whether I'm at home, whether I'm on vacation, giving God his due by going to Mass is so important. Also, what's important for us to realize is to keep Sunday as a day of rest. Again, the Catechism teaches that on Sundays and other holy days of obligation, the faithful are bound to abstain from the labors and business concerns which impede the worship to be rendered to God, the joy which is proper to the Lord's day, or the proper relaxation of mind and body. Just as we hear in the scriptures from the book of Genesis, friends, God rested on the seventh day. It's important that God says, throughout the rest of the week, we are encouraged to work and to prepare our homes and families and pay our bills and do the daily activities that are important. But Sunday is to be a day of rest. For a long time, that was the case. Businesses were closed on Sundays. That's where we usually have our family dinner days in which the whole world slows down and we make the time to be together. These are great ways of, after going to Mass, first and foremost, that we give honor to God for the gift of the family unit, whether it is a large family or a small family. Whatever our family unit looks like, it's indeed a gift from God. And so as we reflect upon the family, it helps us to respect the Lord's day. Now, for some people, they may now be forced to work on Sunday. Perhaps they work in an industry. Think of the medical profession as an example that can never stop, and that's understood. But there are many other industries, the retail industry, etc., that now are open on Sundays that at times impede people from going to Mass. Once again, this is why the church has created the Vigil Mass on Saturday evenings, or perhaps might have very early Masses on a Sunday morning or later Sunday evening. If you are working on Sundays because you have no choice and must do so to keep the job that you have, it is still your responsibility, my brothers and sisters, to make sure that you are finding a time for Mass. If not in your own local parish, let's say you work 9 to 5 and your only local parish has Masses at 5, 9, and 11 on a weekend, then again, it's up to you to find a local parish that has a Mass that might be at 7 or 8 in the morning or perhaps six or seven at night, and to make sure that you're going to Mass. Or perhaps you can talk to your employer and see if you can shift your days. But Father Rico, I love sleeping in on Sundays. That's my only day where I can sleep in. Friends, Jesus hung on the cross for three hours for us. God doesn't ask us for very much. He asks for an important hour in our week to praise God. Sleeping in are other excuses that we have. Hockey practice, baseball, dance, all of these things should be shifted. Now, sometimes we can't change the time when hockey practice is. So again, it's up to the individual person or the individual family to choose a mass that can still allow our son or daughter to play. But we don't get to heaven by playing more hockey. And you know I love hockey. And you know I love sports. But I love God more. The National Football League claims that Sunday is their day. Now they're taking over Thursday, Monday, other days of the week too. So, oh, I like to watch football, Father. Great, go to the early mass on Sunday, then go home, 
have some lunch or breakfast, and then watch the football game with your family. Fantastic. But football does not replace God. Well, I like the car races are early on Sunday mornings. Good. Make sure you go to Mass Sunday afternoon or evening or go to Mass on Saturday night. Watch the race? Fine. But the focus on worship of God needs to take place. Or golf. Or whatever the activity is, friends. You see the point. Vacation, sports, activities, work, whatever. All of that needs to be shifted to make sure that I am able to spend time with God. And so, friends, Sunday Mass is so important. Not because Father Rico said so. Not because the bishop or the pope said so. It's because God said so. And so this third commandment is one that sadly many people take very lightly. And yet it is so important in the eyes of God. When we love someone, we want to spend time with that person. Let's use an example. If Thomas and Julie were dating... Could Thomas just say to Julie, Julie, you know, I really love you, but I'm going to show my love for you by sending you emails. I'm going to speak to you only from my house. I'm never going to come over to your house. I'm going to send you texts. I'm going to leave you voicemails. After a while, Julie's going to think, why doesn't Tom spend any time with me? The way Thomas shows his love for Julie is by asking her on a date, sitting across the table from her going for car rides, going for walks. This is how Thomas and Julie continue to enhance the relationship with each other, which is true not only of people who are dating, of anyone, any kind of relationship. So when I don't want to spend time with God at church, where I am actually in his presence, the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, where the presence of God is exhibited, body, blood, soul, and divinity, then essentially what I'm saying to God is I actually, I say that I love you, but I'm not spending time with you. See, that's duty and desire. When I desire to spend time with God, I'm saying to him, Lord, I'm looking forward to being with you at Mass. I can't wait to be in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament. I need your grace to come upon me as I kneel in that pew and speak to you in a very powerful way. It's a different conversation a phone conversation and an in-person conversation. There's a big difference. There's a difference between being on a FaceTime call or a Zoom call and when I'm sitting across the table from somebody. We all acknowledge that to be true. So let's recommit ourselves to being in person with God at Mass. And so, friends, at the risk of Italian Catholic guilt from your local host here at God's Playbook, Father Rico, I highly encourage you, if you are not in the Sunday habit of going to Mass every week, if you do nothing else, I want you to really focus on this aspect of your life and to say, Lord, I want to get back into the good habit of weekly Mass attendance. Friends, it's not because Father wants your money in the collection basket. It's not because we need to see your beautiful face, though we love seeing your beautiful face. It is because God wants to spend time with you. And God deserves that prime time. And that prime time is on Sundays. So let's make an honest effort to follow this commandment by respecting God more by going to Mass on Sunday 
and eliminating the non-necessary tasks that we continue to shift to Sundays and really invest ourselves in our family units, invest ourselves in our marriages, invest ourselves in raising our children, investing young people in our relationship with our parents and siblings, and really focus on how God is asking us to invest time with him and with our own families. And then when we continue to connect Sunday as a day of rest, as a day of recharging ourselves, we talk about self-care and self-need. God knew this a long time ago. That's why he's given us the Lord's Day. Why have we now filled all seven days with activities and habits, duties and responsibilities that God has asked us to shift to the other six days of the week? where he really wants us to focus on him and one another on the Lord's Day. Lord, help us to keep the Lord's Day holy. It is your day. You are clear in your expectation of us. Lord, may we desire, may we want, may we long for these special holy days with you and use Sunday for your glory. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.